All this indicates that they are beginning to lean on their Facebook communities to find out about new entertainment content to dig into. It's definitely something we're going to be keeping an eye on. We also want to start thinking about how entertainment brands can create these communities and find ways for fans to link together and discover this content. You're listening to the Meta Business Innovation and Technology Podcast. Conversations with industry leaders on new trends and products that can grow your business. Today, host Jordan Rogers-Smith is joined by Molly Austin, Client Insight Lead for Entertainment, and Omar Zayed, Head of Industry for Entertainment US here at Meta. Together, they will be taking a closer look at Gen Z, who they are, how brands should engage, and the incredible impact their generation is having and is going to have on Web3 and the Metaverse. I'm your host, Jordan Rogers, and without further ado, let's really jump into it, Molly. So Molly, I'd love to start with you just to tell us a little bit about yourself and how you sort of got into this role of becoming a knowledge expert on Gen Z. Thank you so much. So I'm the Client Insights Lead for Entertainment in the U.S. My role is to bring customized insights to our clients to help fuel their strategies, best reach their customers and potential customers on Facebook and Instagram. And that's where Gen Z has come in. So many of our partners have been trying to figure out how to best speak to this audience. So I've been working over the last few months on insights and recommendations on how to best speak to the Gen Z audience, specifically the older cohort, 18 to 24, on both Facebook and Instagram. Awesome. Well, it's great to have you here. And also, Omar, welcome too. And tell us a little bit about yourself as well. Thanks for having me, Jordan. So my team sits within Meta's Global Business Group. And we work with some of the largest TV and film studios on their activations on Meta's platforms of apps and services. Everything from advertising, content, community, it's our team that works with these in incredible film and movie studios to bring that to life. Thank you, Omar, and welcome to the show today. And so I'd love really to start with actually what we mean by Gen Z. You know, we have all these acronyms. We have baby boomers on the one side to Gen Y, you know, Gen Z, and you know, even Gen Alpha, I think, is the next one that's coming down the line. So as we're going through today, like, what do we actually mean by Gen Z? Like, who are they? What sets them apart from the other gens that exist? And what do some people get wrong about this audience in particular? So there are a couple of things that we stand out for the, these older Gen Zers, so age 18 to 24. First, based on what we've seen, we think of Gen Zers as creators themselves. Instead of speaking to them in marketing, they really want to feel heard. And we believe we have to create the space for them to feel they have that personal connection, especially to brands. Second, along those lines, they see themselves as trendsetters and tastemakers. In a Meta Commission survey we did in 2020, 68% of 18 to 24s surveyed said that they want to be the first person they know to try something new. And that was compared to 45% of those age 25 plus. And the last thing to mention is we're, that we're seeing with Gen Zers, and you really can't talk about Gen Zers without talking about this, is how important social justice issues are to their identities. You'll probably hear this or read this in every single Gen Z profile out there, but it's worth mentioning again. Brands will really need to find a way to be part of the social justice conversation or at the very least not avoid the conversation to be relatable to Gen Zers. And so now that we have a better understanding of what Gen Z means and the type of traits and the type of behaviors that they seem to show that are slightly different than the other generations, 
can you tell us a little bit about the actual research that you did and, and the types of things that you found from, from when you started looking at them in more, more deeply? In our research, we dug into what Facebook and Instagram's quote unquote superpowers are, according to Gen Z, to help marketers understand how specifically to reach them when they're on our platforms. So in 2020, we conducted some research on social media platform association. So basically how people perceive each social media platform. We found that meta technologies have a few superpowers among Gen Z respondents, or what I mean by that is traits they see Facebook and Instagram excelling at above other platforms. So a few examples of those, uh, one being a place to keep up with their interests to uh, a great place for following influencers and creators and three allowing me or them to be updated by brands they care about. So Omar, I'd love to get your take as someone who leads a team that works with some of the biggest names and brands in the entertainment space. So always looking to find ways to, you know, to communicate with that next audience and get them excited about the things that they're creating. Like, how do you see such a creative industry working with a cohort of people or, you know, a generation that is so creative themselves? Like, how are you finding that relationship between those two sets of creators is working? And for brands that aren't necessarily in that industry, what do you think they should be doing to really try and engage that audience in a way that you may have seen work very well with the clients that you work with in entertainment? Well, we see these 18 to 24 Gen Zers looking for a personal connection with brands. And we did some research in 2020 showing that the 18 to 24 surveyed are what 1.9x as likely as age 25 plus to feel that they have a personal connection with a brand if they have similar beliefs and values as the brand and are also 1.9x as likely as age 25 plus to feel that they have a personal connection with a brand if they have the same personality. So they've become used to being fed recommendations based on their interests by brands, music, streaming services, video streaming services, and social media platforms. So based on everything we've seen, we believe it's table stakes for them that the brands know them personally and provide content services and products accordingly. When we think about how Zers want to interact with brands on social media specifically, we believe we can think about brands like Friends, right? Gen Zers are expecting brands to be just as relatable and authentic as their friends on social media. I mean, think about it. They're interacting with they're interacting with them side by side in feed and in stories. So we think it's cost of entry that their interactions with brands, e even as creators, they feel seamless on social media. And the way that we do that is to work towards creating these personal connections. So I think one of the things you mentioned there was actually quite interesting, which is that they expect things to be relatable and authentic. And picking up, I think, on one of the things that you mentioned as well, Molly, about social justice, like that is a really important topic and issue for this generation that we're finding. And so how are they leaning into these causes that matter to them? Like, what are we sort of seeing within our own data about how this generation is really leaning in and taking on the social justice in a way that we haven't seen before. So on Facebook and Instagram specifically, we're seeing a lot of conversation around social justice for these 18 to 24s. So for example, 18 to 24s talk about social justice on Instagram 3.6 times as much as the average conversation topic for their age group. And this is as of Q3 2021. And then on the Facebook side, 18 to 24s were also more likely than age 25 plus to use hashtags like 
pro-choice, hashtag women's rights, hashtag speak out, hashtag mental health matters from January to September in 2021. I think the way to tackle this for brands is to think about how they can employ an always on social justice approach. So we often see brands turn on and off social justice messaging after an event or speaking up about issues during a certain time of year, like you might see during Black History Month or Pride Month. But Gen Zers see through that. You know, are there any creative or engaging ways that brands can create some kind of evergreen strategy where they have a more consistent presence on social media issues? I think this would be a great way to stay engaged with this generation. And so for brands that have that in mind, one of the things that we've also seen for this generation is that the amount and the ways that they can consume content and media has shifted so much. You know, we've gone from having a few ways to be entertained right now to there being a whole plethora of services that are there to entertain us and, you know, the whole streaming wars that go along with that topic as well. And for brands like that, who are trying to find a way to cut through, Omar, for someone who works with all of these companies that help produce a lot of this content, how is the way that this generation is consuming that content? How's that going to shape the way that advertisers think about making that content in the future to really be able to cut through? There is so much great content out there. And I think we can all relate to this. Gen Zers are telling us that they're overwhelmed by it. We, we conducted some research among streaming trialists and found that 53% of surveyed 18 to 24s in the US agree it's hard to find time to try all of the shows that they've heard good things about. And we're also seeing a shift in young people's purchase behaviors in digital entertainment. According to Y Pulse's April 2022 media consumption report, since October of 2021, Gen Z and millennials, that's age what, 13 to 39, are paying for fewer digital entertainment subscriptions, including video streaming. So, you know, think Netflix, Hulu, and music streaming. This is a risk for the industry. So how do we find ways to keep these key subscribers? One thing we're seeing is that young people are turning to their communities and specifically their communities on meta technologies to discover entertainment content. We're already starting to see a shift in how people discover entertainment content. Gen Zers surveyed age 18 to 24 are slightly more likely to turn to meta technologies to discover entertainment. For example, they're 1.3x more likely to discover TV shows on meta technologies compared to age 25 plus. That's 49% versus 37%, 37% respectively. And they're 1.1x more likely to discover content on streaming services on meta technologies compared to age 25 plus. That's 50% versus 47% respectively. On Facebook specifically, we saw growth in unique searchers. And by searchers, we mean individual people who are using the Facebook search bar. And among the 1824s from June to October 2021, compared to January through May 2021, Searching for the terms movies, TV shows, and music and songs, they increased 38%, 32%, and 48% respectively. All this indicates that they are beginning to lean on their Facebook communities to find out about new entertainment content to dig into. And it's definitely something we're going to be keeping an eye on. We also want to start thinking about how entertainment brands can create these communities and find ways for fans to link together and discover this content. And if we think about this generation in terms of 
the things that they've going to have experienced, like I, I'm nowhere near this generation, unfortunately, anymore. And, you know, when I was growing up, you know, the internet, you still plugged into the wall and, you know, it turned the phone line off and then you had a 56K modem and that was considered, you know, cutting edge. And right now, the little device that you have in your hand can access everything so much faster. And there's such a plethora of things on there, as we've just described when it comes to consuming content that it's going to be very interesting to see what happens in sort of the next phase of technology, which will probably be the one of the pivotal things that they go through and look back on fondly of remembering when, you know, you used to look at a screen in your hand versus it being whatever that might be in, in such a realm like the metaverse or technologies like Web3, where, you know, the novelty of, you know, paying a bank, like <laughs> banks might in the future of Web3, who knows what might happen to them. So how do we think, Gen Zers are going to shape these, you know, novel and emerging technologies like Web3 and the metaverse. It's so fascinating thinking about how crucial this generation is going to be to shaping Web3 and the metaverse. The two things I think that are going to be most important for Gen Zers are creators and like Omar was saying, communities. First, we know that creators are hugely important to Gen Z. And we mentioned, as mentioned before, we think can think of them as creators themselves we're already seeing that certain formats of creator content are more influential than others to get surveyed 18 to 24 to take a shopping action, stories, short form video, for example, something like reels and long form video. This indicates that the more interactive and immersive content from creators works better for Gen Z and that then the next iteration of interactive media, like the metaverse may also be hugely important. The other area I think is going to be huge for Gen Z, the metaverse's communities, as Omar had just talked about. People can connect over shared interests through social media and find commonalities that they have never found before in their in-person communities. And I think we're going to see them use the metaverse to really immerse in these more niche communities like gaming and fandoms and hobbies. So I think we've covered a ton of really interesting insights about this group of people from you know, them being overwhelmed by choice in a sense, and we'll go into community to help find that information and that not source of truth, but that guidance to what to do next. And for something like a brand who's thinking about how they can really communicate with this generation effectively compared to how they would think about older generations, I'd love to close the episode, Molly and Omar, with you both just sharing like what would be some of the practical do's and don'ts for brands trying to reach this audience given just how much they have going on in their lives day to day and how much choice that they have. If you had to pick a few top priority things that a brand should focus on, if they're really wanting to hit home with Gen Z, like what would they do? So Molly, I'd love for you to go first. Some things I think brands really need to think about with Gen Z. The first do, when working on your social media marketing, create customized messaging for each platform you're working with to ensure you're speaking to Gen Zers need states on each platform. When I was mentioning superpowers before, I think this is something that brands really need to be thinking about. Like, what is the superpower of each social media platform and how can I use it to best speak to my Gen Z audience? Next do, find ways for Gen Zers to be able to express themselves. Like, remember they, they want to be creators, things like interactivity, AR filters and AR ads. These are formats that can really help them feel more engaged. And then lastly, I love this idea of helping them find and create communities. It's one of the more beautiful things about social media, you know, where we can be 
where and where we may be headed too with the metaverse that we have the opportunity to help people find communities that they may never be able to find otherwise. So just thinking about entertainment, which is my particular expertise, there's such strong fandom communities that I think we can specifically leverage. And then thinking about the don'ts. So be careful about being too overt or selly because they want to feel, Gen Zers want to feel aligned with brands and be heard. They want brands to feel like friends, like Omar was saying, and they notice when brands turn on and off, for example, their social justice messaging. It's important to be authentic and keep it natural. Yeah. Building on some of, some of Molly's dues, some dues from my end. One, really start thinking about and creating these pathways to the metaverse. So you're prepared to greet those Gen Zers who are going to be a force of building it. So investing in your creator strategy, ensuring you're using video reels and interactivity. And as a second do, and this is specifically for the entertainment brands, we need to surface up content as much as possible to help combat this feeling that Gen Zers have of being overwhelmed. They're so used to having, to having recommendations, brands knowing them well enough to serve the things they want, that it's crucial for us to boost the awareness of this content and just keep up the frequency to remind them of what's available. Well, thank you both for sharing, for us closing on those do's and don'ts and those key takeaways that people should think about as they look to, to communicate with sort of that next generation of consumer that's really starting to grow in its prevalence and dominance. And that is all we have time for today. We hope you enjoyed this in-depth discussion on Generation Z. We'd like to thank today's guests, Molly Austin and Omar Zayat, for their time and these valuable insights. There will be links to any resources mentioned in today's show notes. Thank you for listening to the Meta Business Innovation and Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Thank you for listening to the Meta Business Innovation and Technology Podcast. Mm-hmm.